right, we're back. Another week, another episode is getting recorded. I am super proud and happy with myself because I'm slowly easing back into a regular schedule. Um, I hope everyone had a good weekend. For me, it was a very rainy and dreary weekend, but it also worked out because I was suffering from much sniffles and sickness and body aches um, and then post-vaccine symptom resurgence. Uh, But we made it through and we have survived. So we are feeling good. We're feeling energized. And I told myself I'm going to record a podcast episode this week and it is happening. So I've had a few different topics that are slowly coming to mind that I always jot down, but this was the first one that I jotted down. I went back and forth on whether I wanted to talk about this, but actually ended up thinking that I do actually have a lot that I want to say on this topic. And I feel that this is something that many people might be thinking about, especially women, and I'll kind of get to that in a bit. Um... But I do think that this is maybe something that a lot of people might uh, be wondering about in their life. But before I get into the topic of today, I want to say, as always, feel free and please do, if you get a chance, um, leave a comment in if you're listening to this on Spotify, leave a review, um, rate rate me. and the podcast and or if you have any questions or things that you want advice on or want to chat about on this podcast send me an email or even leave it in the comments if you're listening on spotify um and you can email me at dear4amfriend at gmail.com that's d-e-a-r the number four a-m-f-r-i-e-n-d at gmail.com With that being said, let's dive right into the topic that I've held off for two minutes, um, even touching upon a little bit. But today's topic is about being a corporate woman in a world that's all about startup and tech life and all these other much cooler, glamorous um, jobs, it seems. So... I want to kind of start off at actually, I was going to start off in college, but I'm going to wind it back a lot more. Um, I come from a immigrant family um, and my parents have generally worked very traditional jobs. Um, my mother is definitely um, and has been in the corporate world. That's what I grew up seeing. And growing up, when I was so enamored by the concept of New York or many of these very um, business-focused uh, capitals of the world, I was enamored by the corporate life. I was enamored by wearing suits and looking glamorous going into work. And of course, you know, as you grow up, the reality of it um, shifts a little bit out of what you see in movies and things like that. But, you know, despite having those wishes to go into business, and I always had, I also really had a lot of these other ideas, like I wanted to 
be an editor at a magazine. I loved the idea of magazine. So I started scrapbooking and making my own magazine. Or I liked the idea. I always wanted to have a fashion business. I wanted to have a big clothing store. And some very crazy ideas. And I always tried to loop in my poor cousin onto these ideas and sign her up as my um, co-founder. Though I really doubt she remembers this. Um, but I do. And I still have those notebooks that I jotted down these ideas in and, and drew out the buildings and drew things out. And that was sort of the creative side of me, right? And that's sort of the side of me that wants to try um, the, the having my own business part. And, and we get into college, and I find myself pursuing my undergraduate degree in business, which is what I always wanted to do. And I start realizing that the options before me are going to be a very traditional corporate job life. And there is nothing wrong with that. There was nothing wrong with that until I sort of started looking around. And it started, this feeling started to creep up on me on like, you know, I've had friends around me starting their own companies or I had friends around me that were doing all these really creative things and and then there was me um and of course other people but and then internally I started feeling super insecure or worried that I wasn't doing something cool like that. I wasn't working for a small startup. I wasn't working with a smaller company with a very um, focused vision and they were out to change the world. I didn't feel like slowly, you know, that feeling of like, am I really changing the world? I'm not able to change the world. That sort of feeling started to creep into my mind. And so I was constantly like, oh, I really, I, I would grapple like with I'd apply to when I was doing internship hunting and everything, I would apply to a bunch of big companies. And then I would apply to a bunch of smaller companies because I was like, oh, but then there's the creative side of me that I really should engage. And then, you know, then I was like, should I do a very creative minor or something? Like, do I need to be involved in these kinds of activities? And that's where one of the things that I discussed in Elevate came up, which is that part in my brain that starts telling me, oh, but you know, you're not, you're not one of those people. You're not made for that. You're not cut out for that. That doesn't, that's not a dream that you can have. That's not something that belongs to you. And my God, even as I say it, I can't believe I let myself have these sort of thoughts recurring in my head so much. Like, that is so, if you are doing that, stop it. Don't let yourself do that. Because what I did was I cut my legs off at every turn. And where I started realizing that I was doing this was actually it's something so much simpler. I think it was some sort of activity, some sort of like, com- you know, competitive games that you do. I think it was axe throwing. I don't even remember. Um, and I realized I was like, usually I go and I'm like, oh, I'm so not good at this. I, I'm just so uncoordinated. I really can't do this. I go into everything like that feeling like I'm not good enough I can't do this and maybe I can't maybe I traditionally can't but I realized ever since I was in freaking middle school gym I used to tell myself this 
But I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll tell myself, I'm going to give it a shot. This is really new to me. I'm going to give it a shot. Maybe I can surprise myself, but I'm going to try. I'm going to really focus and I'm going to really try to hit the ball, throw this and aim for it. And I'm going to I'm going to listen to the strategies because here's what I can do. I might not be a natural at anything, but I can God damn it. I can take down notes and I can work on it. And that's that that was my strategy. And that's something that my mom always told me. My mom would be like, your dad is a natural at math. I was not. I had to practice, 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 take down notes. And I ended up being really good at math and being able to succeed in school because that's the way I did. I was not a natural. And that always stuck with me because that's how I told myself whenever I had to do anything in school. I said, you know what? I'm not a natural at this, but dang it, I can take notes and I can ask questions until I fully understand the why and then I know once I understand it I can do it and that's how I got better at anything in school that I put my mind to so why wasn't I taking this approach to even bigger things or even other things like like sports and things like that so you know I would just ask like how do I do it how can I get better and you know once I started doing that I tapped into my strengths and applied it and it and it just worked like I was like okay like I can I can do it um so I have deviated from the topic definitely but the point here being that once I told myself that I can figure out a way to use my strengths and get better at things it worked but going back to the story of me telling myself that I was not good enough or made for certain types of careers and and I was meant to leave lead the boring corporate nine-to-five job life I was like I I was feeling down I felt very down and hard about what I was achieving and where I was going to be going for internships and and jobs and everything like that and and I I looked around I was like people are doing all these cool things and they're achieving these great goals and working at companies and doing work that's going to change the world but I needed to take a step back and realize that it was my mindset making it so negative because I placed one thing so much higher than the other thing. So forget the fact that, okay, I was cutting myself off at the legs and limiting myself in what I can achieve, right? But instead of making one type of work or one type of job above another, I also need to consider them all just different flavors. Where I really, really made the mistake, I think, was feeding myself the narrative that really has come about, I feel like, in the last decade or so, which is this idea of like the corporate the, the the negativity that surrounds the corporate life and for those that lead a corporate life. Um, the, the kind of disdain with which certain people look down upon that. And it's true. Don't lie to me. You either do or you know somebody that does or you might have done it yourself because in the past because I have done it and I have to admit that. Um, and... And it was like, oh man, like one of these days I won't be working corporate anymore. Free free me from this bondage. Like, it's true, right? Like, 
like there is a certain rigor, there's a certain structure and, and, and you are part of the big, you know, corporate American machine, whatever it is. But the thing is, in many ways, you will always be part of some machine, some structure. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like when you're going through it, when you are working your corporate job or whatever job you're working, you're allowed to like complain. You're allowed to have your down days. You're allowed to find the negative parts of it. But to blame it all on this idea of corporate and always just use that as an excuse and 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 then to judge other people for it or pass judgment on it, if you even if you're not judging other people for it, I don't think that's great. And because you start to devalue the careers and work of what so many people have worked towards. And that's not to say like this era of creative and jobs and non-traditional paths aren't great. Of course it's great. It's amazing that so many people get to create videos because that's their passion and do YouTube. Like go you and go you for finding a way to monetize that and find ways to drive um, revenue and, and explore more avenues through that. Go, go for it entrepreneurship like great you had an idea it stuck it worked like go you like achieve it and and push your push your company forward I'm here for it I will support you I will be there every step of the way the thing was this was all so starry-eyed to me and and then I just ended up in this corporate kind of like scarily very similar to my mom job and I was like wow like am I just feeding the same machine and I'm not taking the road less traveled right like I'm not doing working off the 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 beaten path and I need to carve my own place in the world like so many other people are doing because clearly that's the better thing to do and that's the that's the more elite thing to do and and I felt like oh man I'm holding back from greatness and then of course the whole like narrative of like I'm not you know, I, I'm only meant to settle in life. Like, I don't belong in greatness. And then all the people around me that were achieving these sort of non-traditional goals, I was like, that was influencing me to feel inadequate. And that's not on them at all. Like, they didn't say anything necessarily. But I'm comparing myself to that and, and thinking, wow, like, everybody then should be achieving, like, some sort of, like, unique niche like entrepreneurial or or small company role the thing is we are always like taught to to follow the herd right and I feel like now the herd is doing the off-road path thing is it doesn't matter just pick a damn path it shouldn't be such a big deal what you decide to do. Whether you work in a big company or a small company, you start your own company. The challenges of each are very different. But that also means what you learn in each are very different. There's pros and cons to both. And you shouldn't ever devalue the pros or the cons of each path. Like, as somebody working in corporate, I can definitely see, sure, there's the, the cons of you're just one amongst many in a very big machine. It's true. You are. And you can feel that at some points. And that's tough. You have to deal with. But that doesn't mean that leading your own company and trying to get it off the ground and not being sure if it's going to succeed 
that's not something that can weigh down on you and and make you feel insecure. Of course it can. In a small company, you're competing with a lot more people and maybe somebody's going to do better than you. There's another way for you to feel insecure. If you look around, you can always find ways to feel insecure. And that's just the way the world works. The thing is, this is reality. You will always have to face certain politics. You will have to face certain feelings of imposter syndrome, of inadequacy, of insufficiency. You will have to face that no matter where you go. And you should not undermine what you're gaining from a certain position either. You should only change your position if, I think, if you feel like you want to. Or if you feel like you're, and and very like, I mean, quantitatively speaking, you will only feel the need to do something else if your opportunity cost of not doing it outweighs your opportunity cost of not doing what you're doing right now. Or said in a much simpler term, you have a lot more to gain by doing something new than what you're gaining at what you're doing now. And that applies no matter what. You could be working in a small company and decide that you really want to go to a bigger company because you miss having job security. That's a fair point. You could also work at a big company and decide that you want to go to a small company because you miss having... um, you miss having that opportunity to maybe wear a bunch of different hats. But you shouldn't feel any less in any one of these roles compared to someone else and the work that they're doing, thinking that what they're doing is cooler or better just by virtue of the fact that they are pursuing something non-traditional or something that everybody's glorifying these days. And I also really want to dive more into into what it's like being in corporate because to me like taking down the more I don't know the more gimmies about it right like job security yes you get to have access to learn a lot from some great institutions that have been around a lot but I feel like it gets this rep for being something where you just lose your you know lose your identity and you don't gain much from or blah 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 and it's just there's so much more to gain from from being in in a smaller company startup whatever whatever I don't know that's how I feel maybe that's not the case but that's how I've 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 heard but being a woman that's been in corporate for some time now I feel like I've started to learn and appreciate all that it's given me And that isn't to say at some point in life, down the road, maybe I explore something. This is is not a knock on anything else. But it's also about learning to appreciate and gain from what you have. To gain from the experiences that you've been given or you might have chosen. The grass will always seem greener, but you need to learn to water the grass that you're on and learn to appreciate what it is. So... It's really important to, I think, appreciate the skills that you can develop, the network that you build, and and the people that you get access to. 
But to me, corporate is scarily similar to the real world of this capitalist economy that we live in. Like the politics, this is real. Like this is what reality is. The the social um, dilemmas that I may face at work, that's reality. And, and it can happen in any size company, honestly. And it happens outside of work as well. What it teaches me is is skills of how to manage people, how to talk to people, how to manage relationships. Like these interpersonal skills are really important to surviving and thriving in the real world. The better you, the sooner and better that you learn those, I think the more successful that you can be across the board. I know that it can seem that it's harder to make it out of the crowd. And that's true, it is. But you know, that's the kind of work that has to go in to carve your niche and carve your carve what you are and who you are. That that struggle, that's a really important learning curve. And I think that that's something that I'm on. Like I'm learning to carve out who I am and generating my value. Being in being someone that is one part of the crowd, something that's always stuck with me that someone has told me at work is you have to advocate for yourself because I was feeling like, oh, I'm so nervous to make X, Y, Z decision because I will, you know, hurt this person, whatever. Well, sure, you might have to navigate that a little bit. You might have to have those conversations and deal with it delicately, but you have to advocate for yourself. I have to advocate for myself. I have to because no one else is going to. And you know what? That's real life. You have to learn to advocate for yourself and you have to learn to voice for yourself and stand up for yourself because thing is, that's you are one of billions of people in this world. And if you don't do that, um, you are going to get lost in the crowd. And that's something that work has taught me and something that I'm continuing to learn again. And I think that I've gotten better at over the years, but that that lesson's always stuck with me. And now as a woman, I think that there are a lot of struggles we face. But if you can find a girl's girl, if you can find someone um, or women that support each other, the feeling and empowerment of that is amazing. I cannot emphasize how important it is for women to make it into positions of power and positions of influence within these corporations. Corporations are what run the world. And that's just a reality again. Like, let's not pretend that just small companies and entrepreneurship and single people on their own are going to change the world like that's not true more people more power more money it's that's just a fact and those people then have more influences so as women rise to positions of power and get a platform to have influence that is so important So even if I'm working in corporate, that is something that's always in the back of my mind. I have been so fortunate in my work to be supported by some incredible women and they've had my back and I feel like they've supported me through so many different 
kinds of situations that I've gone through at work and learning how to navigate different things. Like when I think about the people that have guided me, the people that have that have really given me direction and have advocated for me or supported my advocation, 99% of those names are women. And that's so cool because it is here, it is in these bigger companies that it is so much more important to try to push through and make it out of the crowd because you get to represent and and have influence. Um, and I think it I think it makes a difference. Like, for example, as a POC, I look at Indra Nuyi and when she was leading Pepsi, um, I'm looking at her and you know what? I'm not like I'm not making her out to be like and any like all power, right? Like and I and I this is like a side note, but I don't think anybody, any any um celebrity or leader anything needs to be treated as if they're like some mother teresa even mother teresa doesn't need to be treated like a mother teresa like you're just you're human like let's take pros and cons as it is but let's also value the contributions people have made understand that they're human and that they might have different choices so when i say that i respect in their new year and as an example like i don't i just i'm putting this disclaimer here right here right now because i don't want people coming for me being like well you know like she actually advocate i'm like chill out like let's let's take a pause whatever she may or may not have done or whatever she may do in my mind that's a woman poc that freaking led a major corporation and she's an inspiration to me she is and and i can't explain that any other way so just being that face that being that name right having a name like indra nuyi and putting that in position of power is so important and a position of influence so important (coughs) so even if I never work in a small business or even if I never become an editor of a magazine or even if I never start my own company I will forever try to grow into leadership positions and in in a corporate world and I will try to be a woman a that will be a woman's woman support other women support all people of course um and and be someone that can be a voice and be like what Indra Nui is as an example to me I'm not saying I'm gonna go become the CEO of my company tomorrow absolutely not but that is an example of what it means to have a woman, a POC in that position, because it it means a lot. Um, And, and I think somebody having a name like mine, I think, I think it'd be cool to be like, hey, like she is XYZ leadership here. Um, She makes these kind of decisions. She does this kind of work. She has this kind of influence. Because to me, that changes the world. Anyway, that's everything that I had about um, corporates and the corporate world. Um, I don't know if um, 
if there are any other <coughs> that you all might have. Sorry for the cough. I've really um dried my throat out in this in this talking process, but I don't know if you have any thoughts that you want to share, if you may have felt similarly like I have. Um, but again, I always appreciate listening to my rants or my thoughts. Um, and let me know if you have any other ideas or topics that you think I should talk about in this podcast. And if you made it to the end, thank you always for listening. Love you. Bye.